And he said to her, daughter, your faith has saved you. Go and be cured of your afflictions. Good morning, Christian America. That's right. Jesus is on a roll today, ladies and gentlemen. If you followed this podcast for the last few weeks, you know that in the gospel of Mark in chapter five, Jesus has been producing miracles. He's been cleansing people. He's been healing people. He's been casting out demons. And in today's passage, he helps not one, but two individuals who have faith in him that he has the power to heal them, no matter where they are, no matter where they've been, their faith, Jesus says, heals them. So let's get right into scripture this week to get our week started off right where you belong, with praise, with worship, with scripture, with Jesus. Without further ado, let's get right into it. Good morning, Christian America. Good morning, Christian America. Eddie here is always representing the Christian American revitalization effort where we seek to revitalize, to reinvigorate, re-inspire Christians across this nation to do exactly what they should be doing, which is following the example that Christ gives us, getting into the word of scripture, living it out in the lives, in their lives as best that we can, as best that you can, spreading the good news of the gospel, spreading the word and the example and the message of Jesus Christ, because we know as Christian Americans, we know the power that Jesus possesses. We know the power of the Holy Spirit within us. We know that once you are tied to Jesus, once you, once he resides in your heart, that there is nothing that you cannot do. There is nothing that is impossible because God makes all things possible. And if we can believe that again, if we, if we being as a country, as a society, as a community, if we can believe that again, if we have our faith where it belongs, which is in Christ, if we have our focus and our attention to do his will and his works within his community to lift up those who have been trampled on to be generous and kind and loving and considerate to the least of these both to our friends as well as our enemies that we are doing God's work and if we do God's work the more of us that do God's work the better uh, that our communities our neighbors our neighborhoods our cities, our states, our families, the more that the better off that the world will be. That's the goal of the Christian American revitalization effort. That's the goal of this podcast. That's the goal of the Christian American tees.com website, and the Christian American uh, t-shirt company where you can sport your faith out in the open with ever, with never having to say a word, right? Go to Christian American tees.com and pick yourself up uh, some Christian American apparel. If you would choose to support us uh, that way, if not, that, that's okay, because we don't ask for donations. We ask for participation. You can also share this video, share this on your profile, uh, yeah, tell your friends about this podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the Rumble channel, subscribe to the podcast on, on any uh, podcast platform that's out there. Just search the Good Morning Christian America podcast. You should be able to find it. Hopefully you can find it, subscribe to it, and, and tell your friends about it. If you like what we do, if you support what we do here. And so what we do here, if you haven't followed us before, I'd ask you to follow us today from now on, as well as uh, 
every other week. We come to you twice a week. We come to you on Mondays to get your week started off right. We come to you on Fridays to as a as a something special to get your get your mind right to get into the weekend. Obviously, get ready for Sunday, going to worship services, church, wherever it is that you are. Uh, so we come to you on Mondays. We come to you on Fridays. We put out, if you're following us and watching this on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, um, we come and we put out various content uh, throughout the week to essentially to do three things, to inspire, to inform, and to educate Christians about not only where they should be living, where they should be paying their paying attention, but also to the issues in our lives, the issues around the country that we should all be aware of, because believe it or not, the enemy does not sleep. And so the Christian faith is under attack. Religious freedom is under attack. The right to life uh, of the unborn is under attack. The sanctity of marriage is under attack. Worship services, church services are still being shut down uh, by various governments, local state uh, governments across our nation. The, the, the enemy never sleeps. There are many arrows that are coming our way and we have to be able to stand strong in the full armor of God. We as lay people within the church, whether you're a church leader or you're just a regular parishioner, uh, congregant, layperson, whatever the phrase that you uh, decide to, to take on, we all have to be prepared. We have to be prepared with scripture. We have to be prepared in our mind. We have to be prepared physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychologically. We have to be prepared for what is to come and we have to be prepared for the battle so that we not only just stand there, but that we can advance God's intentions for us, that we can increase our faith and the faith of others. And that's what this podcast, that's what this community is all about. It's about increasing our knowledge in Christ. It's about increasing our confidence in Christ. It's about increasing the brother and sisterhood, the family of Christ, the body of Christ, us as a community together in this world to make it a better place uh, so that we can run the race you know, like that, that Paul you know, references. And we want to be a part of that. We want to be a part of that life. We want to be a part of that system. We want to be a part of this community. We want to be a part of this brotherhood and sisterhood in, in, in Christ. And so that's what the point of this community and this podcast is all about. So on those of us, uh, those of you who follow us here on the Monday podcast, you know that we're continuing to go down uh, through the gospel of Mark. And we, we don't take it chapter by chapter because chapter by chapter is, is pretty long and it can be, there's so much rich material and all of scripture uh, that we take it, you know, bit by bit, parable by parable, story by story, kind of bro uh, break break it up in between, you know, stories that we can read verbatim, show to you so you understand, uh, we all understand what is in scripture, what Jesus does say, what the Bible does say so that we can take those arguments, those debates off the table. We know exactly what's being said and then we can discuss afterward what it meant then and then what it means for us today. And so we're going to get right down to it. Today's pot, uh, today's passage is a little bit longer simply because that's just how the story is broken up. And so if you have your Bibles, I'd ask you to turn your Bibles to the Gospel of Mark chapter 5. We're going to start off at verse 21. And to give you some background right before this, you could also watch last week's podcast uh, and to hear the the passage previous to this. 
as well as what we discussed. But Jesus just crossed the Sea of Galilee. He left the Jewish area. He's in, uh, he, he, he wound up on the side of the sea where there are tombs. There's a possessed man living within the tombs. He's angry. He's uh, He's been possessed for so long. The chains can't hold him. No one uh, can, can tie him down. He's strong. Uh, he's belligerent. He can't get along with society. Jesus heals him. And he casts out Legion, the name of the, the demon. And he, he sends Legion into a herd of swine that drown themselves and everybody's amazed and everybody on the other side of the Sea of Galilee is scared and wants Jesus to leave rather than stay. So Jesus gets back in the boat and he go. he's crossing the other side. And when he crosses the other side is where we're gonna pick up this passage. He, he, he meets a guy who's a synagogue official whose daughter is sick and is begging Jesus to come heal her. And that is where we want to pick up. So again, grab your Bibles, turn to the Gospel of Mark, uh, chapter 5, verse 21. It says, When Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a large crowd gathered around him, and he stayed close to the sea. One of the synagogue officials named Jairus came forward. Seeing him, he fell at his feet and pleaded earnestly with him, saying, My daughter is at the point of death. Please come lay your hands on her, that she may get well and live. He went off with him, and a large crowd followed him and pressed upon him. There was a woman afflicted with hemorrhages. For twelve years she had suffered greatly at the hands of many doctors and had spent all that she had. Yet she was not helped, but only grew worse. She had heard about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd. She touched his cloak. She said, if I but touch his clothes, I shall be cured. Immediately her, her flow of blood dried up. She felt in her body that she was healed of her affliction. Jesus, aware at once that power had gone out, of, out from him, turned around in the crowd and asked who has touched my clothes but the disciples said to him you see how the crowd is pressing upon you and yet you ask who touched me and he looked around to see who had done it the woman realizing what had happened to her approached in fear and trembling she fell down before Jesus and told him the whole truth he said to her daughter your faith has saved you. Go in peace and be cured of your affliction. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue's official's house arrived and said, your daughter has died. Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue officials, do not be afraid, just have faith. He did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except for Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they arrived at the house, of the synagogue official, he caught sight of the commotion. People were weeping and wailing loudly. So he went in and said to them, why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Then he put them all out 
he took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said, Tali, uh, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, arise. The girl, a child of 12, arose immediately and walked around. At that, they were, they were utterly astounded. He gave strict, strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. Just listen to that story. The entire passage. Again, it's a little bit longer than what we do here, but that's just the way the story is broken up. I want to focus and I want to concentrate it, it holistically. Jesus is the healer. We have to come to a, a position. We have to come to a point as a Christian faith. We have to come to the realization and the belief as believers in Christ that there is nothing, I repeat, there is nothing that we can't overcome with the help of God. There's nothing that we can't overcome with faith in Jesus, that he will heal us, that we will heal those around us if it is his will. Jesus says quite clearly a couple times that your faith has saved you. When the four friends bring the paralytic down, crashing through the roof, he looks at the four friends and says, your faith has saved him. And he heals the paralytic. The woman here, the first woman, knows, she, she doesn't know Jesus. She hasn't seen Jesus. It says that she heard about Jesus. Just hearing about Jesus, as you have heard about Jesus, as I before have heard about Jesus, never having seen him with my own eyes, but only being able to experience him. He, she hears about Jesus and she knows she has the faith. If I can only touch his clothes, different translation, say, if, if I can only touch the hem of his garment. If anybody's looking for a good song to listen to, I would recommend YouTubing or finding on Amazon Prime or some kind of, you know, whatever, uh, Spotify. Search Sam Cooke's Hem of His Garment. Sam Cooke made a beautiful song specific for this passage. Because this woman is sick. She's been everywhere. She's talked to everyone. She's seen many doctors. Scripture says that. She spent all of her money. Scripture says that. And yet no one can heal her. The passage before this, the possessed man in the tombs has been seen by many, has been chained by many. He, was, he has broken all those chains and no one has healed him. Jesus healed the man in the tombs and just the mere touch of his cloak, based on the faith that this woman has, did more for her than anyone else could do or would do. It's her faith as someone who's been afflicted in those days, someone who's been permanently afflicted, who's bleeding, who has sores. They're considered unclean. 
they're considered irredeemable. If they were, if they could be redeemed, God would have cleansed her already. That's their mindset. But yet, no one can help her. She's too far gone. She's lived a wayward life. You would assume at least that's what they would have thought. She was a sinner. God looks down upon her with some kind of disgust or, uh, you know, sinful actions that need to be remedied. That's how they would have seen her. But that's not the truth. That's not how Jesus sees her. Jesus, for Jesus, no one is too far gone. No one is too sick. No one has gone so far that he doesn't have the power to bring them back. Just the mere touch of his cloak. It's not necessarily the touch of his cloak. It's the faith in her that heals her. Jesus says, your faith has saved you. Go and be healed. And that's exactly what happens. How many of us are in that position of that woman? How many of us have felt too far gone? How many of us seem to feel like the world doesn't, isn't paying attention? We're hurting. We're suffering and nobody seems to care because nobody really cares about her. There's a crowd of people that says Jesus surrounded by people. They're rubbing up against them. They're so close. They're pushing in. They're so close. If she was healed by touching his cloak, scripture says that they were rubbing up against him. How come no one else was healed? It's not just about touching. It's not about rubbing up against Jesus. There's a lot of people in the church that tend to rub up against Jesus. They want to get next to Jesus when, when it's advantageous for them, but they don't have the desire. They don't have the burning desire. They don't have the burning faith, the, the unstoppable, unquenching love for Jesus, this desire to know him, the desire to be with him, the desire to follow him. They're walking next to him. They're rubbing up against him, but they don't have the desire that she has. She fights through the crowd. She knows she has faith. She believes in him just to touch the hem of his garment, just to touch his clothes. He can heal me. And guess what? He does. He does. Just like he can heal us, just like he can heal this nation. But the people in this nation have to have the faith and the conviction that this woman has. If we have the faith and the conviction that this woman has, Jesus can heal us too. He can heal us of our afflictions. We aren't too far gone. There isn't a place that we can go that he can't bring us back. But we have to have that faith. We have to have that love. We have to have that desire that can, that can save us. I say that because that's what Jesus says. Jesus tells her that her faith has saved her. If you continue through the, through the, the, the scripture we just read, you see that Jesus enters into the house of a girl everyone said is dead. You would assume they checked her pulse. You would assume 
that they checked her breath, that she was dead. She was no longer living. No one is too far gone that Christ can't reach them. No illness, no situation is so bad that Christ can't make it better. Jesus tells them, why are you, why are you crying? What's all this commotion? The girl is just asleep. He hadn't even looked at her. And they ridicule him. Just like many people, when they hear this message, many people, when they hear this podcast, they may ridicule the idea that Jesus can heal anyone. Jesus can heal anything. When someone says, how do we get our nation back? We're too divisive. We're too tribal. We're too distrusting. Our politics have, has, have run amok. We're doing things that we shouldn't be doing. We're killing unborn children. We're disregarding God's message. How would we ever fix our nation? If you tell them, trust in Jesus. You think they're going to ridicule you? Probably. They were probably going to ridicule you. They're probably going to laugh at you. They're probably going to criticize you. They're probably going to mock you. What scripture tells us today is that those people are wrong and you would be right. Because Jesus can bring back people from the dead. Jesus has the power to heal the afflicted. Jesus has the ability to change our hearts. He has the ability to, to cure all of our ills. He has the ability to mend all of our divisions. He has the ability to lift, lift us up in ways that we know not. And it's our own pride. It's our own arrogance. It's our own selfishness. It's our own ambition that drives these wedges. It's the enemy himself that whispers in the ears of all of us, trying to get us to turn our backs on the man whom we should love with all of our hearts. Who, the enemy who tries to get us to turn away from God. The enemy who tries to make us not believe in God. To worry about the world more than we worry about the word. The word made flesh. Jesus Christ. If you read this passage and you come to a different conclusion than what I've just discussed, put it in the comments below. We want to hear them. We want to know what you think. We want an interactive, engaged, energetic community. People who participate in living out to their best ability the life that God has in store for them. Having the faith to believe that he can help us overcome the enemy in this world and lead us 
down a path of righteousness to an everlasting life with him. That's where we want to be. That is a community which we want to participate in. Those are the friends that we want to uh, that we want to have conversations with. That's a community that we want to participate in, and that's what we strive to bring to you guys every Monday and Friday with this podcast. Again, if you like what we do, share it with your friends, post it on your social media platforms, um, on your profile. Spread the word of God without the word of God, without Jesus, the word made flesh, who can heal all things, whom we have faith in. Without Jesus, we have nothing. But with Jesus, we have everything. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather have everything in Jesus than nothing without him. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, have a blessed rest of the week. Get out there and do good works. Seek to be the light of the world. Seek to be salt of the earth that Jesus calls us to be. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday here on this podcast, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Stay invigorated with the spirit. Good morning, Christian America.